0: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Get More Students podcast. I'm your co-host, Alex Ashtar, CEO of LearnCube. And I'm Herbert Gozer, founder of
1: HerbertGozer.com.
0: And in this episode, we're talking about five SEO myths that are stopping your education website from ranking on Google. We know this is a very important topic. I know how important SEO is is for our business at LearnCube. Um, so just so, if you're unaware, LearnCube provides a, a virtual classroom and online school software for language and tutoring businesses. And SEO is and organic traffic is our number one source of, of leads. Really? And we pay nothing for it. Uh, so it's totally <laughs> transformed my business. It's actually transformed our business because some of our competitors have used really bad tactics And while we were almost neck and neck from our organic reach initially, we saw like they just fell off the the face of of Google basically because of a Hmm. lot of bad mistakes. And so I know how important Google is for our business and I know how important it is for every business on the planet because this is – if you get this right, this is your free – traffic this is the golden goose and i think it's a fantastic thing for us to talk about particularly for education businesses where margins are important so any lead you don't have to pay for is a much more profitable much better qualified and a much more exciting lead and a customer so
1: definitely looking forward to helping the customers um, that we have from learncube also listening in I mean, is there anything better than free? <laughs> and I mean, on, on the paid side, we, our digital advertising agency deals with running paid ad campaigns for language and education businesses. But it is so important for these, uh, education companies to have a strong organic presence online. So SEO is not one of our, um, kind of expert topics. Uh, So so I'm so glad that we have uh, a special guest here today to uh, impart some valuable wisdom. That's right. We have Sandy
0: Elaine, who is an SEO expert specializing in education. So this isn't just anyone ordinary. This is somebody that's been specializing in SEO for education and travel businesses. He has 20 years experience. And, And just to put that in context, he was starting to tinker with SEO and really actually provide expertise two or three years after Google was started, so in early two thousand. So wow. he's a person that really understands how SEO has transformed, has changed. He knows what black hat looks like and what great SEO looks like. So I'm really, really glad that we've got somebody with that expertise, and I'm looking forward to this topic. Sandy, welcome to the to the podcast. <laughs> welcome, Sandy. <laughs>
2: Thank you for having me here. Nice to be here.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so tell me what that was like. I'm totally fascinated. What was what did SEO even look like? Actually, start with a simple <laughs> question. A lot of people hear SEO, SEO, SEO. What is SEO?
2: SEO is basically like if I can put it in a short phrase, it's like how to help your website get on the top of Google. Basically, perfect, like how perfect. to rank your website in Google.
0: Okay, so if you want to get your website on the, the front page of Google, this is the talk you need to be listening into. And, yeah. and so what was that like trying to get into the top of those search rankings in the early days and, and maybe take us through what's changed?
2: Well, in the early days it was so much easier, I mean, in a way. It was like, you <laughs> yeah, just like, uh, maybe put a bunch of links to your website and then you rank number one. Like, you put links anywhere on a, even website we have no, not related to the industry. Like, it was a, a link game. Like, the one who has more links will.
3: Yeah. So it was a fight, mm-hmm. you
2: know. People working black like bad websites just to get a bunch of links, like your directories, and or the website was only purpose to to put links on, so then you can rank. Like you know, it was it was a different time.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs>
2: and a- around like two thousand i think it was two thousand seven or eight I forgot it was like the the big Google update penguin when you are like uh they stop all of this look like you start spamming my my search engine <laughs> basically and then it become google got smart i mean even now it's getting yeah. smarter every year but now it's it's a lot more it's you have to you have it's a lot of more work basically but now before was mm-hmm very easy to get number one in google but also you had much less people mm. like if you think about it like now we're all online but in 1998 was like starting was starting to get popular like to be online uh, but now everyone is online but before it was like less customers yeah so it, it
0: uh, reminds me of a sto- story i remember looking into how uh, even Google, literally, was trying to beat humans at Go, and, and then before that, we were looking to beat uh, computers in chess, and then the program got better than humans ever could. And I feel that Google might have been that same thing, like humans are like, haha, bet Google again, bet Google again, and then 2008, Google stopped getting beaten by people that were trying to hack the system, and people had to sort of play nice and play to the rules that Google was setting <laughs> is that sort of an accurate uh, analogy I think for it's what happened?
2: Still today, but not less, because a lot of people were trying to build the game, they got kicked out basically of Google I mean Google of doing SEO because now you have to you have it takes more time and you have to you have to be not smarter but create uh, think about the users, create better content. It's not about tweaking the system. Yeah. In a way, it's more about a quality, mm. quality work, like quality, like have a good website, you know. Oh, that sounds know.
0: terrible. So we we'll so actually that's to create content. Work. No, oh, much. gosh, so much <laughs> yeah. work.
2: Yeah, it's not about tweaking anymore. It's about, like, bringing quality, you know, mm. if I can put it this way.
0: That's so good, and actually, when we were talking about this previously it was it was really what got us onto this idea of myths, like Herbert, particularly myself, like we have these myths about how do we get to the the front page of Google you know I've got my wife saying, you know I always click on loomtube whenever i I see it and uh, and it you know fantastic, thank you, but you know Google isn't as easy to trick as it used to be uh in those early days, and so we're going to be talking about some myths we've got five uh that we definitely want to spend some time on so you're going to be hearing about you know and you might also resonate with this if you're listening in you know seo doesn't work uh, no seo actually works really fast and you can get really fast results if you do you know x technique you know posting blogs is going to improve your seo all you need to do is blog know, putting lots of keywords improves your page ranking. And like the only position that matters on Google is number one or you get nothing. And I think these are all myths that I think deserve to be busted, which is why we have our (laughs) champion myth buster, you, Sandy, helping us uh, with them. And so I'm going to put the first myth out there. SEO doesn't work, Sandy. Tell me. Tell me why you think that's a myth.
2: It does work. But again, if you do it the correct way, if you try to trick Google, it's gonna, as you were saying before, catch you in the in the back. Excuse me, <laughs> I'm 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 French. English is not my native language, so so anyway, the the thing is like um, SEO SEO still work if you do it the correct way, and also there was like a myth, like people think like local SEO doesn't work either. Does work because Google even is targeting more people to local SEO because he wants to target people like for example if you have a school in a small town and you have not very much competition, it's going to be much easier to rank. than if you're like in a big city and you've got like a thousand like hundreds of schools, mm. and and also Google to clarify is that, a- that I'm sorry, to to clarify
0: that Sandy, if you are a maybe you're a small tutoring agency. I don't know, in a rural, smaller village in France or or maybe just a smaller city in France. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these smaller companies or smaller cities feel, oh, I'm never going to be able to beat these big companies. <laughs> yeah, uh, They're too big and they always are still at the top of Google. And that's not actually because the big companies are better, but often because the small companies aren't doing anything to help Google find them as well. So is that what you're kind of suggesting is that local SEO is, is really important and can really transform a lot of these businesses, but they do need to do things the right way?
2: Yeah, that's correct. I mean, it's what I was talking before. Like, you need to focus, for example, if you're like, uh, uh, you want to get some student locally, and you can start with this. It's going to be much easier to rank. And then after, yeah. you can go for the more difficult keywords, more difficult terms for SEO to to compete with the big uh, the competitors but you, what you can have like a lot of people make the mistake I'm going to be number one in I don't know learn learn English in London in, learn
1: English in France <laughs> learn
2: English in France or yeah. you know something like that so it's going to be almost impossible it's even even, in, even there's even something I want to say you don't want to because imagine you have a school in I don't know Plymouth or a small uh Town in in the UK and you don't have customers in London. Why you need to be number one in learn English? Yeah. It's not interesting for you. I mean, you don't need it. Yeah. It's like number one in, you were know, like uh, cook cooking or I don't know. Yes. it's like you don't you don't need to be number one. So so focus on your market and then expand. But that makes you know, sense. where does those, those work? So so
0: it does work, and the right. way to start is to start with a, a core focus, I guess, and rank really well for the keywords and for the search terms that really matter to your business. Is that how you would frame it? Yes, yeah, sure. go ahead.
2: Yeah. And so
0: what does good SEO look like then? Because I think maybe you're kind of alluding to it. It works if you do it right. What does right look like?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what it look like? First, think about your, like, your market your customers like create again create good content optimize your website meaning by having a good um way to navigate your website it's very easy to navigate through different pages your people don't get lost when they come on your page have your page load, load fast like you know now it's, it has become even more important with the latest google updates it's it's the user experience First and then after you can think about that. Should I put maybe this keyword there? Because I know people are looking for this term and my 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 side is just about this, so it's perfect. So then you, you can work like before to, to summarize it in a way like before like SEO was like you do SEO, then you think about the customers. But now it's more you think about the customers and you do SEO. It's like the other the way one. around. Just to summarize it. Yeah, uh,
0: hmm. what I really like about that is you should be doing it that way anyway. Um, I I know that (laughs) we've even been thinking about it ourselves with the LearnCube uh, website. Uh, If you try to focus on keywords, A, Google doesn't care. But just as a business owner myself, and when I look at my website, I look at things like bounce rate, which means uh, basically do people come to my website and immediately leave it? I don't want that to happen on my website anyway, but Google really cares about that and it's tracking those sorts of things. So it makes sense that you don't create content that makes people feel like, oh, you got, you got me, but I don't want to be got, here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm mm. out. So that's, that's why, right. it, it, that's why like good content obviously makes a lot of sense because if you make a, everything you do is great, but the content sucks, people are still going to bounce as soon as they can, re- as soon as they realize that actually this is a, this oh, is man. a bad page for me.
2: Something I want to add also it's actually has become very more important in the past years. It's like in a way, if you think there's like a lot of competition, and so everyone is gonna competing for the same term, the same business customer are lost in a way, but a good trick is like if you focus on a niche. Like I'm going to be teaching English in one town, or I'm going to be teaching business English, uh, pronunciation, or or like something very specific for like a specific customer. It works very well. Then you can expand, of course. You can do other things, yeah. but sometimes it really works when you 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 focus on a specific like a niche. Yeah. Yeah. I we well, just about to say time. that
1: actually. Um yeah. uh Alex, I mean we always talk about uh, defining it. your your niche audience and right. I think it's more important than ever um to really hone in on your target audience and create content that is uh, uh targeted towards them and their um the keywords that they're searching for. You know, it's it's not enough to uh you know Learn English online as have a a keyword like that. I mean, everyone wants to rank for that, but um, prepare for your uh, IELTS exam online or get a seven plus on your uh, IELTS exam um, using these strategies. Just really honing in on that.
2: And also pointing out, like, uh, just thinking about this now, like, also if you focus on learn English online or any keywords with learn English, do it in the language of your of your customers because I not a lot of websites <laughs> teaching English in the UK and they don't have the watch in, in French, Spanish. <laughs> it's like your customer going there to learn your language. So if how do you expect them unless you have they're, they're like you you're selling sorry you're selling like advanced level. Like, you know, if you have a uh, advanced English sure. level, you can look, but if you have, like, low intermediate, like, anything like that, it's better you have your website in French, Spanish, and your target market. But a lot of it's people a great forget tip. about this. Like I, yeah. I didn't know that. Great, too, and it, and mm-hmm. I think
0: also in my own kind of, in my head, as a native English speaker, which is actually, I'm... Uh, interesting, because as a native English speaker, you just like, ah, I'll just put it all in English. And it also feels like a really big investment to put your website into a different language. Mm. But you don't have to translate every single part of your website to be effective, do you, Sandy? What what is Are there any intermediate steps that you could do that would improve your ranking for a particular language? So if I know that all of my customers actually are from Latin America, Spanish Latin America, uh i mean again it makes sense that my website would then be in spanish but do i just would you focus on the landing page like at least a specific landing page in spanish or would you do the entire website in spanish
2: well they, it depends how much you want to rank how many keywords you want to rank
3: yeah <laughs> anyway it's
2: mm-hmm. like i would say the whole website it's good maybe you have a landing page if you want to like say to them look uh, maybe they understand English. You can look at the website and they see the landing page in in uh, in Spanish. Oh, okay, so I can see the basic what's going on. And <laughs> so it's still a good. It's good, but it won't help you for like um, for your SEO. For if you only really want to do SEO in that language, you need to have all your pages in in that sure. language.
0: Yeah, because I think th- the the myth I have is that. Google automatically does this beautiful translation of my entire website, and so I don't lose any of that SEO juice. But that's actually a myth, isn't it, from what you're telling me, Sandy? is
2: Yes, it's a myth. I mean, Google have a, a very good platform. It's not bad just to, to, be on, to be able to understand what's going on on the page and like on the website, to understand the basic, the main idea, mm-hmm. but it, it, if you can look at it, it doesn't translate the best way. I mean, it has got better in the year, yeah, and even more for us, like we're, we're working in the education industry, yeah. if you have a website in Spanish, French, with grammar mistakes, mm, nice. not a good look. It looks very good. Yeah.
0: That's fascinating because I just think of all of the websites I've seen, and I've seen probably at least hundreds and probably thousands over, of, of education-based websites over the last you know, five years or so, they're all optimized for the advanced english teacher or english student right because they're all in perfect english everything is in english everything is about but but their whole website is like come and learn english which now i'm like ah oh, that doesn't make much sense at all if
1: i'm actually going after beginners
0: not advanced oh, the
1: smart language schools have a, have uh, <laughs> ha- have translated their websites and have dedicated landing pages for each market um yeah. I know it's a huge time and uh, investment, but uh, you know, if if Latin America, if Russian-speaking uh, market are, are one of your target audiences, then it, it does pay off.
0: I just even from a user perspective, I, I didn't realize how wrong I was until listening to you now, Sandy. But if I was let's say Russian and I go to you know, again, I'm in the UK, so I go to I don't know Oxford, learn English here kind of thing. And everything's in perfect English, which I can't understand, mm. and terrible mm. Russian. And then there's another website that maybe looks terrible, but it's all understandable, it's all perfectly culturally appropriate for me in Russia. That would probably be a lot more attractive, regardless of mm. how much money this other, you know, Russian based Uh, website is is put into it, I would probably feel a lot more comfortable and confident that, hey, this is a person that really will understand me as a person and as a Russian maybe coming to to Oxford to learn English. So I think it's a really interesting topic and a a big myth that I didn't really realize I was falling into the trap of.
2: (laughs) A lot of people do that. (laughs) Thank goodness. A lot of schools and and businesses do this, like...
1: You know okay all right it's let time let me... to translate the LearnKey website out. i am
0: so <laughs> oh almost embarrassed already uh, but anyway i'm quite excited we've got a, a team of full of different languages so i'm sure we can do this uh let's work on this so the first one was that seo doesn't work um and i love that little bonus uh yeah, bonus, myth of that you, you can do everything in English and expect that SEO will work just as well in other, in other languages. Myth has been busted. Uh, let's work on the second myth, though, which is SEO works really fast. If you know how to hack your way to, to through Google, uh, it won't take long at all. If you give me some monies, you know, Sandy, you might have ha- have had bad bad acting competitors that have said, look, you give me 2000 a month and I'll get you to the top of Google within three months. You know, that kind of thing. Is that the kind of stuff you've heard as well, Sandy?
2: Yeah, all the time. I mean, you know, people want results which it's understandable. They want results fast. But it doesn't work this way. Even sometimes I tell clients, Look, it's like marketing, you know. Do you expect, like even if you pay the best marketer, like you know, yes. you have a mar- like you have a marketing department in, yes. in in your business, do you expect them? Okay, I'm just hire like five people and they're gonna get results <laughs> in two days? Is the world this? we take some time. Yes. Call clients, yes. prospect, do some prospecting, and well, maybe not in the industry. I mean. We work in a different industry, but it takes time, like marketing. Yeah. So how do you expect SEO to be the same? It doesn't work. It's not like that. Even, I'm sure, like uh, PPC, like everybody was going to yeah. talk, or social media, everything takes time.
0: It's sort of like, I mean, again, apologies for being Mr. Metaphor, um, but it, it does. from what you're telling me, it does sound like, again, like would I buy a house? And they said, look, I just got this beautiful house, everything you want. It only took me two days. Um, but, you know, it's, I'm going to give you 10% off. So it's only 400,000 rather than five, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, would you like to buy it? I'll be like, hell no. I'm not going to buy a house that's been two days just to get, you know, to, to build it. It's probably going to fall down as soon as there's a strong breeze. And so maybe it's Mm. the same. We're we're coming with some really problematic expectations because actually you want something that's taken a bit of time because it's probably going to last, uh, if you put in the, in, in the, in the foundations. So, so, what are some of the black hat te- tactics that you're familiar with? mainly so that we can avoid those, right? Like, how do we? Uh, what are the common scams that you've seen, Sandy? That actually really probably damage the SEO sector, right? It'll be things like using Fiverr, I'm assuming, to get links. Is there any other examples
2: you've seen? Oh my God, no, Fiverr! Even <laughs> it's just the thing. Like, you don't even do it to your worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it's like uh, you know Fiverr is like uh, you know you can buy for five dollars maybe in two thousand links which is the worst Jeez, mistake ever <laughs> it's, it's the worst mistake even but Google like now nowadays like even even you want to do something against your competitor which is like I don't oh, advise to do this no. but it doesn't work anymore even Google knows okay it's like this guy got two thousand links last month it's, it's, but if you do it every like, if, like, Google can tell, like, you're the one doing it or you're not. So, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Before, people like, I just buy links, content, or like, even, as even since some, like, before we were talking about, like, uh, um, you know, doing a theory different languages. Even you take the text from Google, translate it, or it's by translation, and here I put some content or even you know these kind of techniques even they used to work before some techniques used to work Mm. but now it's like a big no yeah Uh, so
0: definitely yeah don't don't buy into that myth of seo works really fast and that these black hat techniques work um so then what sort of link building does work sandy to kind of put it on its on its head
2: uh, LinkedIn that does work it's like when you get quality links from all the related websites mm-hmm. emphasize on related because if you get links from a travel website education website you know from people like who are actually your customer going on, the, on those websites yeah and then from there you get a link it can be like a, on a resource page like someone talking like a ad. you can visit XYZ to go to this website, or here are the top places that to learn like your language and you have your link like in a in post, be mm, yeah. your guest post, I'm gonna talk about afterward. Uh, you have um, basically it's like quality links, like links that can bring you visitors to your website.
0: Yeah. So, so they're, they're, they're links from websites where you would actually expect your customers to hang out, right? Is yeah, that, correct. is that a good um, way of subscribing? Sort
2: of That's what I mean. So yeah. you don't
0: yeah. need lots of people from a gaming website to go to your education <laughs> yeah, <laughs> company. Sp- That's probably not enough. Yeah, spam.
2: You do the opposite. Excellent. Uh, uh, and I, you won't even bring the customers that you want.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the things I really like, and you said it before, Sandy, was just stop trying to trick Google and really mm. focus on attracting the right users. Now, that's totally your words, um, Sandy, from before. Mm. Um, so let's go straight into our third myth, blogging. Posting blogs will immediately improve your SEO. That's the myth. That's Bust all you it have for to us, do, right? Sandy. <laughs> Bust <laughs> yeah. it for us,
1: Sandy.
2: Yeah, uh, blogging. Um, blogging. But actually, it's like what I was saying before, like content is very important and blogging is in a way because it's a way to put content on your website but you really have to put content um, that are useful for your users and also think about the uh, keywords that you're going to promote for example which is actually very good if you think about it like your main page is on your website you focus on the um, buying keywords, like people putting uh, uh, Spanish courses in Madrid or uh, 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 prices page or, or, you know, learn English in, you
3: know,
2: all these keywords where people are, like, looking to buy something. And then on your blog, you know, there's people looking for, like, why do you need to learn English, you know, actually not, but, but you need to learn Spanish or... How can you like do business in Latin America with uh, intermediate Spanish level or all these kind of like topics? And then you're trying to help your customers. Uh, it's going to bring you some indirect like visitors who are not maybe not people looking to buy now, but then they can go on you. They can know you a little bit better, and the day they want to buy something, they come back to you. So blogging it helps you because it's more content on your website. It gets you more keywords, more traffic. This traffic go back to your main pages, and it's a it's a circle. Like if you have more traffic, then you're going to rank better all the keywords on your main main terms, basically. Nice.
0: And uh, so, so the main nuance there is not that blogging doesn't work. Blogging does work, but it, it doesn't by blogging alone. Like, if you blog to nobody and are not helping your customers, that is not useful for you in any way. It doesn't mean it it means it's very unlikely people will link to you, and it's very unlikely that you'll be attracting more of the kinds of buyers and the kinds of customers that you
2: actually want.
0: Have I got that nuance right, Sandy? So,
3: yeah
2: yeah it's co- it's correct and, but it's actually I can talk a little bit more about it because there's more there's more things behind it but basically this is the main point. yeah uh, what about and, uh, guest
0: blogging again it's another myth i've sort of at least accumulated like oh if i if i get on lots of other people's blogs that's the way for me to get to the top of google
2: it's like all SEO techniques like I was talking about before like all SEO techniques that people try to like trick Google and, so let's do link building let's do a lot of links and now it doesn't work anymore and after a new technique came along and now you have this one like guest blogging um, It's it still works but if you do it the correct way like if you don't um, put a guest blog on guest post on um on an unrelated blog, or you put it in a, in a on a blog, we have a lot of guest posts, which is a bit like a, suspicious if it is, it's like a article from all the older people buying, it's like a website people are buying to get links. But if you do it in a way that it brings value, uh, it's still good to be guest, guest posting. I, I, wonder
0: if a, a, I wonder if a way to think about it is more about content partnerships. So, would I be willing would, would my kind of customers be on this website firstly? If the answer mm-hmm. is yes, that sounds like a good partner. so yeah. it, it, it sounds like you're really looking for things where I would do the guest blog anyway because I feel like I could help the users on this on this particular website.
2: Yeah, that's correct. Um, that's correct. Yeah, after the, the fifth point, but basically we just if you think about like uh, users, then you're okay. Like, yeah. stop trying to, like, uh, trick Google and it's not going to work. And Google is getting smarter and smarter every day. And even if you think of a best way, look, i put a new trick, a new technique that uh, I can trick Google. Oh, maybe it's going to work for a month or two. And then Google is going to go back or you're going to get penalized. So if you start thinking about this way and if you do it the correct way, then you will never get penalized. You will always go up in Google and no problem. Yeah.
0: Makes sense. Uh, and just a, a word of warning, if you were thinking of kind of going the, the fast and hacky way, <laughs> I, I know that our the there were two competitors that were alongside with LearnCube and they were penalized back, I don't know, two or three years ago. They are miles behind us in SEO ranking because they were so badly punished by Google for doing... The black hat really? stuff, yeah, and it's wow. it must have killed their business. I mean, if if you're having to pay for every single lead, it's a really expensive mm. business. And so I think it was just a really good word of warning that you're better to either do nothing than to do something bad or or fast and and reckless because getting punished by Google. There's no one you can just tap on the shoulder to say, "Hey, sorry, we had a misunderstanding." No, they're, they're going to put a, a big black X on you for for a number of years. So definitely a word of warning:
2: don't do it. Um, so you can you can go to like the um, Google disallow link. It's like a page, and you can say like, "I'm sorry, I, I put a link on that page. Can you like don't count it?" But then if you do it too much. Like, you know, then it's going to be difficult to go back to, to recover, you know, but you can, but everyone, I'll just say something, everyone made mistakes, I mean, if you have, a, like maybe you, you've done some bad links, bad uh, link building in in the past for like a week, let me try this, like, I'm like, you know, and right. then you stop, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's okay, everyone makes mistakes, you know, <laughs> Not but if you've much. been yeah, if you've
0: been trying to hack it for a couple of years, you know, Google yeah. doesn't take too kindly. Um and it's hard to to undo that. Um so we've talked about uh posting blogs um as a as a myth, but also a nuanced one. You can it can really work for your SEO as long as you do it the right way. Let's talk about myth four, which is putting lots of keywords improves your page ranking. So if you put all these all the keywords, you find them all, you're like uh and, and just know sprinkle them like you know um, that like chocolate chips throughout your website uh, it's going to help Google know that you're the page for that particular keyword what are your thoughts on that one Sandy?
2: yeah again I mean it used to work like 1998 (laughs) but now it's like it's like a, a spam it doesn't work anymore but because now you've got the Google um, search intent. So basically, when someone is looking for something,
3: mm-hmm.
2: there are different terms to look for. Like, if they look for, like, a French classes, a French courses, French school, course, it's the same thing, more or less. So the, now the goal is to, like, have um, your page talk about these two, three terms, different related terms. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the keyword anymore, it's about the topic. So if you talk about, right. I'm going to talk about like, uh, on my courses page, and I talk, I put classes, I put courses, I put programs.
3: It's
2: like synonyms, but, but if you, again, I'm always saying this all the time, if you do it correctly, but if you like write naturally good content, those words are going to come naturally. Yeah. So it's, it's, you really have to focus on, the, you can put keywords, like I'm not saying like, uh, stop, Doing a key, uh, SEO like because SEO is keywords like basically it's like what? people are looking for something in Google they type keywords so you, you still need to work on on the keywords aspect mm. but you have to put it in a different way you have to, like in a smart way like useful for users. Yeah. Um, for example, in the past, it was like I'm going to put the keyword on that page. Uh, no, no. pull it if you think it goes with the title or it's okay or it looks it looks natural. Yeah. Like
1: yeah. That's that uh, relevance. Uh, I,
0: I relevance. think it, it sort of makes sense from the evolution of Google in a way because if Google knows how long people spend on a page, if you write for a machine, then a human reading it won't like it. They'll be like, this feels awkward. I'm gonna to go to the next I'm gonna to go to the next website. So you're you're not actually helping yourself because yeah, you've helped Google find you, but you haven't kept the human engaged in listening and reading into your your content. I think it's a, a really yeah, definitely something to keep in mind. One one little story I have as well is even on our website, I actually noticed that you can use synonyms. You you are very worth. it is worthwhile looking at which keywords will be the most will have the most traffic. I think that is something that's worth uh, people listening in here to, to consider. As an example, virtual classroom is a very important keyword for LearnCube. Whereas online classroom, very similar, it's almost the same word, actually doesn't have nearly the same amount of traffic. So there there are some nuances where you do want to think about which keywords you're optimizing for and being quite consistent. With all of your um, your writing which again can help quite a lot um, so tell me a little bit more about uh, what what's the point in so keywords just to clarify again Sandy is where people are putting in a search term and that search term is a phrase usually not just one word but can often be a, a a bunch of words put together right so what yeah, what I mean, yes. you're not just putting in two word keywords English, you might think yeah. about yeah you might think about uh, what are some like, of the other long tail keywords like what is a long tail keyword? keyword do you want to tell us a bit about that just so people can yeah, almost familiarize yeah I
2: mean long it. it's actually the only thing I mean the only thing still I mean even today like I was talking before about the uh, focus on the niche uh, it's very important long tail keywords is, um, it's where you can get results much faster okay uh, and and um,
0: well, so so just an example, maybe correct me if I'm wrong here, Sandy. So if it was LearnCube, it would be like, I could put virtual classroom, like that's a keyword. Yeah. But if it's a long tail keyword, I might say virtual classroom or online classroom made for teaching and tutoring or online mm. classroom made for teaching uh, students with dyslexia. Like, that could come very fluidly in my my blog post or in my my words, but obviously that's a much longer keyword. Fewer people are going to put those exact words in Google, but those Mm. that do are much more likely to be looking for that particular thing.
2: Correct, but you don't put it on your main pages because you're going to focus on that like I was talking before with the page and the blog. Mm -hmm. Maybe it can be something you do for the blog. Yeah. yeah, Like, how can Lock this can help you with the with list of classrooms and then mm-hmm. you redirect it to, like, you put a link to the main page. So the blog is a good way to to stick in, like, to put all the keywords you find, like, oh, maybe I should talk about this or that and this, you know. So That's uh, a good little trick. But that makes trick. sense. Uh, mm. Not a trick, yeah. but a good... <laughs> a <trick. no? laughs> I wouldn't good say stretch. a trick, but... Uh, but uh, Trick really is not bad if, it, if it's a good trick. I, I can I can yeah. see
0: you're nervous
1: about Google listening to you, Sandy.
0: You're like, oh, sorry, <laughs>
3: sorry,
1: Google. No, Sandy. I I see a lot of Tip. websites that um, put keywords, uh, a bunch of keywords. Like I'm talking 10, 20 keywords at the in the footer of their website. Is that still a thing? Is that still a strategy?
2: Oh my god, no. It's no, not. I didn't think so. <laughs> no, 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 it's not, not anymore. No, no, no way.
0: <laughs> I've got a related question. Oh, I'm finding some good myths to bust. Um, What about at the footer, you can often have blogs or kind of, and they might even be those long-tail keywords. Is, there, is that a problem if it links to actually proper content? So let's say, again, virtual classroom for tutoring dyslexia, so something like that. I'm not going to put that in my headers because not many people are looking for that and it would diminish the overall usability of my webpage. But does, is there really, like, does that help or even does it hinder if we have kind of quite a large footer or with links to blog posts that might be keywords as well?
2: Uh, I'm gonna use here like a, um, a technical term. It's like called link juice in a way. Like you know, it's uh, a term in the industry. It's like if you have your own page, which has an authority, and then you're putting a lot of links to like t- t- to uh, thirty different pages, then you're losing like uh, authority on your main page in a way. It's, it's dividing all the authority. So you have to do like categories, like uh, tutoring for. Um, virtual classroom, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. you no? And education, particularly teaching, yeah. different uh, like you know, uh, like activities, courses, location, you know, like different things. Like yeah. separate in a way. Then you have like a pyramid. Like when you think about your links on your website, do it like in a pyramid, so people can like.
3: Uh,
2: Says the main, get an idea from your business, and then it can go deeper, deeper, deeper. And then when you go deeper, you you, you put a long tail. Okay, that makes sense. You look sense. at this way. So you go yeah. down and like this way. And you call it link juice, is that right? Link juice, like when you get links uh, from other website. I don't know why it's called this way, but it's like okay. a technical term. in. You learn something new every day. That's a, that's yeah. a great word. You can, look, you can look it up online. Okay. So, yeah. so just to summarize,
0: you want to have your web page be very focused on one or two, is it one or two keywords,
2: do you think? Your home page? One, one or two keywords, uh, yeah, on your own, actually your home page is like an exception, okay. home page, like it's it's, uh, it's done by itself, like your homepage, page yeah. and then the rest of the website. Okay. But and the idea is
0: you want to be very focused. Don't try and dilute your website by having loads of complete, of almost competing uh, keywords.
2: Because Google won't know, is it trying, does he want to rank for this keyword? I mean, is he mm. talking about this, this or that? Yeah. So you're getting Google confused. So if you tell Google, look, this page is about my classroom, classrooms. Yeah. This page is about my activities. This page is about um, my timetable I don't know uh, yeah so uh, Google will know uh, what's your like your um, how you call this like the you're your, like you're yeah what, you do, know what do you topic?
0: identify it? you know they, they want to know what are you mainly known for and if you're a wish wash of everything it's hard for you to rank on anything and it's also even hard for the user I imagine
3: yeah
0: because then the user also is like I'm confused are you for this or that you know yeah, for sure. Makes a lot of sense. So we've gone through uh blog we've talked now about keywords. There's another myth um that lots of keywords improves your page rank, which it, it doesn't without doing it the right way. The last myth is it's only number one on Google that matters. Like what's your view on how how far up Google's ranking do you need to be useful to you as a business?
2: Well, you know, when you're looking for like a, when you're looking to buy something, Mm -hmm. you like to compare with different companies. So basically, it's important, of course, to be on the first page. Yeah. Because usually people don't go on the second page, Mm -hmm. and after you forget about it. Mm -hmm. But on the first page, if you're on the first five, maybe five, six, Mm -hmm. even, we see the first three, but the the traffic, in a way, goes down. More like, (laughs) if you're number one, you're going to get most of the traffic. Mm-hmm. then you're going down by the positions yeah but people also will look if they're like on um they' are looking for you know to make a decision they're gonna look at the first five websites the first three websites they're gonna compare it depends for the different industries but usually they they like to compare like different like um, companies. Even for the price, if it's more expensive, it would take even more time to compare, like a lot more. But I the mean, that's you definitely, the the case for yeah.
1: the language uh, travel, uh, for the language travel industry, yeah. I mean, no one just clicks on the first link and that's it. Uh, they want to see the the different schools, what courses they mm-hmm. offer, the activities, the accommodation, um, everything
0: so so i think maybe a way of also helping our listeners is also think about the pages you can rank on that first page Mm. because there's no point in you constantly trying to go with all of your might and effort onto keywords that you will never rank for uh like learn english big term you'll never rank for it in the top page uh so much better to spend a lot more time and effort and maybe it's, for, maybe the initial start of your SEO strategy is localization. So learn mm. English in Portsmouth and that's the one that you do. Is that right, Sandy? What, what would you yeah. say? Correct. Correct.
2: I mean, wow. it's, it's, I must
0: be, I must be learning Sandy. I've got some. Yeah, some you're <laughs> <learning>. <laughs> Look, I
2: actually
0: well, think. Well,
2: I, I, like, I like you doing the translation afterwards. You're taking my fun and then you like put it in, in a different angle but it's good yeah
0: that's good Sandy. because look i really have learned a lot herbert i i'm sure you're the
1: same definitely um uh, always trying to give uh, our clients uh, tips on on seo so uh now i have even more to share with them <laughs> <laughs>
3: absolutely
2: uh,
0: and just on that sandy where can people find you
2: uh, people can find me on my website, langwageschoolseo.com, a website where I give advice and tips to for people who want to do SEO themselves or SEO on their own.
0: Right, so that's com. Correct. Brilliant. I mean, I've learned a ton already, and I can definitely vouch for Sandy as a very genuine person and really loves helping people, particularly in the language and travel industry. And, Herbert, where can our audience find you?
1: Of course, on my website, herbertgerzer.com. If uh, you are a language school or education business and need some support with your paid ad strategy, particularly on Facebook and Instagram, then feel free to book a strategy call. Awesome. I know that your customers are very happy,
0: um, so make sure you you, you, you book that, that in. And if you're interested in an all-in-one solution for your language school or your tutoring business, then please check us out at www.learncube.com. C-U-B-E dot com. That's uh, my Kiwi accent coming out there. Uh, but anyway, uh, please also subscribe to our podcast. We can't wait to see you again um, yeah, and thanks very much for listening in. Cheers. Catch you in the next one.